Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pre-Match Mooty. Uh, come on, gents. Let's try that again. Pre-Match Mooty. Mooty, 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 Mooty. This is what it is. <laughs> the stuff uh, Wonga's been dishing out there all season for his Arsenal team to be in the running for Champions League, and it seems to be working. We've got Celo, Lolo, Kale wishing his team was using a little bit more of the pre-match Mooty. Uh, not Very so much man. on his side, but we were all going to be talking about uh, Man United in terms of who's going to be sitting in that hot seat at the end of the next season. If you're joining us for the first time, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. If you're joining us for the second time, tell your mother. If you're joining us for the third time, don't forget to tell your brother's uncle, sister's friend. And if you haven't joined us ever, then I don't know, you're sleeping. But as you know, we've got Wonga Denga, the Denganator, in the top right corner, our Arsenal representative, our Fresh Legs Academy coach there, coaching between the ages of Age four and 12, one-on-one sessions, group sessions. He's your man in Pretoria. Then, of course, Selo's our financial guy. He is our agent. He is the guy that gets guests on the show. He is the guy that makes the things happen behind the scenes in terms of he's, he's our social butterfly. So th- those are the gentlemen you have in the hot seats tonight. And then, of course, you've got and, me, Claudio. And, 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 and there might be something happening soon uh, since I'm a social butterfly. Uh, but just, 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 just watch out for it. Uh, we'll let you know uh, once we finalize that. Since I'm a social butterfly, I, I keep, yeah, I need to live up to my name. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. What up, Louis? And Louis, thank you for joining us. Our uh, local, he's our local. Louis, Louis, Louis did, you did get a goal on shirt, eh? So you did get one. No, no, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. He, he hasn't got he it. He's... No, he says he says it's 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 uh it's it's in the pipeline. He's still working on it. Uh, I just need to. I spoke to Louis. Louis knows why. Okay, but we gave it to you in December, though. It was meant to be a Christmas gift. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> this is a long this is a long pipeline. Okay. <laughs> anyway, gents, all righty, all righty. For those of you joining us, we've got a couple of topics we're going to cover. Obviously, that was the introduction, but first and foremost, World Cup draw. We know internationals have been wrapped up. What are our thoughts so far? We do know it's taking place this Friday. A couple of teams still have to book their slots. I think it is who, who has to book their slots. It's uh, the three sides. It's the intercontinental sort of playoffs that need to take place. I think it is the inter- yeah, intercontinental playoffs. It's Costa Rica facing New Zealand and Peru taking on UAE or Australia. So that's the one slot. And then the other one is the European Ukraine one. one. Yeah, the European one. So, gentlemen, what are your yeah. thoughts here? What do you think about the teams that have qualified? What do you think about the prospects of uh, some of the players as well competing? No, man, I think it's interesting. It's very interesting in that, yeah, man, I think on the show on Tuesday, we were, the African qualifiers were happening. So, guys, I don't know if you guys watched the drama that was happening in the in the Algeria-Cameroon game. I slept after midnight because of that game. Guys, Algeria were through celebrating. Fans were crying. Coach was riding up and down. And then Cameroon got a, a free kick in the 124th minute, 123rd, 124th minute. And they scored from it. And... You know, the, the the joy turned into sadness. You know, so so that's that's quite interesting. I know, Claudia, you said that the North African teams will do well. So yeah, mm. two of them got knocked out: Egypt and uh, and uh, Algeria, and then two of them made it, which is Morocco and Tunisia. So we'll see how that goes. But I think the, obviously the shock is Italy not making it, but every other team has has kind of made it through. Costa Rica um, beat USA, but they needed to beat USA by a bigger margin to try and overtake them which was quite difficult. So, yeah, the Mexico, Canada, and, and, and U.S. made it through there. Uh, but, yeah, 
Colombia didn't make it, so your boy Luis Luis Diaz won't be at the World Cup. They That's ended, good. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. The boys mustn't go compete to the World Cup. They must rest ah, for the season man, coming. That's sad. what they must go do. Also, you're happy that Salah's not going. You're happy that yeah, Salah's not going. You know, I'm the, happy the, the, because Salah's yeah. leaving Liverpool at the end of the season. There was, a joke, from the, there was a joke yeah? from someone saying that uh, Salah must hate Mane so much that he probably wants, um, on top of the increase in salary that he's asked for, he probably wants Mane's salary as well. <laughs> or, or money to be sold one of the two something hey. man something just want money just want to see money anymore man you know so yeah but uh, it'll be interesting man I think the draw will be uh, quite 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 nice tomorrow um, yeah let's see if Australia can also make it through it'll be tough for them um, quite quite a tough route for them to to, to, to get in yeah what, yeah, what do mean, you yeah. yeah look I think uh, I think I mean yeah because obviously the, the, the teams that Deserve to be there. We'll, we'll go through um, as much as maybe we say want some teams there. I think um, we yeah, like we said on on Tuesday. I think Africa does have a good representation going there. It's um, yeah, I would have preferred. Nigeria. But I mean, now after looking at, we would have preferred Nigeria. But I mean, after looking at the way the Nigerian fans uh, reacted um, to to their loss. Um, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think they must have sit there. Uh, Wonga, did you want them? Did you want them to take selfies after the game like our Bafana boys did after getting thumped? No, but look, watching. look, Claudia, look. Yeah, you see, there's those are two extremes, you know. It's a there's consequence, extremes, Wonga. It's a consequence. There must be a consequence for your loss, boy. No, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I, I get it, you know. They, they, and I agree with you on in that terms. But they, they out. I'm not saying they must relax. Um, there still needs to be some sort of, I mean, order. There was, was it the World Cup or was it the Olympics? Um, where Wait. they said the the Japanese people were, uh, I can't remember which, one, which World Cup it was, if it was the World Cup. But they said that the Japanese people, the, the, the people loved them because after every game, they would stay, they would clean up. They would clean they up, would, yeah, they would clean up. It's Olympics, clean up yeah. the it's, whole it's, it's Olympics, it's Olympics you know, last year. The, it was the Olympics, now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you see, they would do, do all that, and it was just the, you know that that people's thing uh, that, that 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 they had, you know, and they were they would also compete, you know. You you'd go there, and I mean, the fact that they were there uh, in the Olympics, I mean, I think that explains the fact that yeah. they would, you know they would compete. Um, but I'm not I'm not saying Nigeria needs to go now and clean up papers and stuff. But I, I just think, <laughs> look, it's a sport. You, you know, people shouldn't be scared of their lives, man. I mean, the players shouldn't be worried about their families. I mean, I mean, in Nigeria. I mean, you heard the last time was it um, who's this guy who was playing um, for Chelsea? Uh, Mik- uh, John M. Mikal. I think his family or something got kidnapped. Um, uh, there was a t- uh, the, I can't remember what the reason was, but there was a time he got kidnapped. The reason uh, uh, there's again like the wild, wild west, boy, West Africa is the wild, wild west. You, yeah, you but it's, it's 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 I get it. That's the thing. And me speaking is not going to change anything. I, I guarantee you that. But that's that's ridiculous, man. These guys, they need to. Yo, I I, I can't understand people okay, playing under those conditions. Okay, so, so that, that was a bad through. situation for Nigeria, though. Okay, so but in terms of the guys that have qualified. I mean, we've got what's quite interesting is we've got what five African sides. We've only got four South American sides. Of course, with this intercontinental playoff, uh, there's a possibility of having six. Okay, but in terms no, of the five, ones that five, are left, five, 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 No, there's there's what there's Argentina, Brazil, Ecuador, Uruguay, the four that have qualified, and then you've yes, got you Costa Rica you facing. You said the potential of six. 
Yeah, so if Costa Rica beats New Zealand, no, but Peru... that's 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 North America. Costa Rica. Yeah, they 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 play with Mexico and USA. Oh, so they're only four from South America. Yeah, uh, so four guaranteed. Oh yes, four guaranteed, and the yeah, fifth guaranteed. one is 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 not guaranteed. The fifth one is a playoff with the team from Oceania. So New Zealand versus yes. uh, number five. Post... Okay, Peru. Okay, okay, alrighty. Yeah. So and then number, five, number, then. number four, North, North, North and Central America plays uh, the guys in Asia. Um, that, yeah, whoever the person, yeah, the UAE or Australia, that's what you said, yeah. Yeah, so then who, who are you guys backing so far out of the sides that are qualified? Also, shout out to Pums. And yes, uh, Ryan, it does look quite alone in the stadium because it's a pre-match, pre-match. I think, Obviously, no fans here, yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think South America will have a good shout for this World Cup. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I think. What? I think South America. So definitely, the two best in South America is, is Brazil and Argentina. They haven't they didn't lose any game in the qualifiers. They won um they won and drew only. So I think those two teams will look good. I think also yeah, being in a in a in a in a in a Middle Eastern country that that will be to their favor and uh, to the to the detriment of the Europeans maybe. But guys, there's no therefore as well in football. 2014 was in Brazil, um and and was won by. It was won by Germany. First time ever a European country's won a World Cup outside uh, um, in, in what's in South America. So anything can happen. Also, yeah, um, um, Jens, you got Shaw official saying, hello, guys, I'm a Barca fan. Who do you support? I don't know if you guys want to enlighten them. Enlighten I support Shaw. Yeah, you see, there's a, t- there's a team that I support. Wanga, show him who you support. The Shaw. The, the guys who, who climbed the log. What <laughs> you hear? Ladder climbers. They ladder climbers slowly. Some have a tighter grip. The other ones have a slipperier grip. That's all we're going to say there. Wongo, what did, what did you want to say from a, from a World Cup perspective in terms of your favorites? Yeah, look, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, but we, we can't rule out the, the guys from Europe. I mean, they, they are tough as well. Um, <laughs> you, especially looking at the way, I don't know what, uh, who said what to Mbappe on on Tuesday? <laughs> but uh, yeah, someone definitely told him something because yes, that guy looked like an, he was on a mission. Um, but uh, yeah, you can't rule out those guys, um, quality players. Uh, but I would be rooting for um, Senegal to go as far as possible. Um, you know how it is with Africa, always yeah. um, looked, whether you like it or not, there's always that uh, thing that you know, look down upon. And yeah, I would just like it. To, you know, somehow come to an end. You know, if they could pick it up, that'd be great. But I know we'll be for a lot. But I think they can go far. Definitely yeah. have potential to to go far. There's good players in that team. Uh, good eleven, starting eleven, they have, and and they can cause problems. They can. Okay, so we got Charles. Yeah, hey, Charles hey, favorites. Charles Char- Char is a big Barcelona fan. Yo, you can see it. He's same player. Luis Ebra. Oh, he's Spanish, sure. <laughs> <laughs> So right, a huge, so... <laughs> huge fan. Wow. What would you guys make of? Uh, so, do you think it's possible to see an Argentina Portugal final? So you have a Messi like final swan song, a Messi and Ronaldo face off. Is that is that something the world actually wants to see, or is that just? No, it would be great to see. It would be great to see. I think mm-hmm. I think both teams actually have good sides. It's not like like you know like like Ronaldo's carrying Portugal, you know, and Messi's carrying yes. Argentina, you know. Um, they are. <laughs> Important players in their teams, 
Um, and there's other players coming through in those teams that are adding um, their, you know, their, their goals to the team. You know, like Lautaro Martinez um, scored the most goals for Argentina in the qualifiers. I think just just two more than Messi. You know, so so there are those players. You know, you've got your the, their midfield look good. They got uh, Martinez in goal. Um, Emiliano Martinez. Um, and then you know, and then Portugal. You know, your Jotas, your 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 Fernandes, your your Bernardo Silvers. Um, you know, Cancelos. They they actually have good sides. You know what I mean? It's just a question uh, in Portugal's instance, Claudio, you always lambast the coach and say that the coach is never is never making the right decisions, right? So I think if he makes the it's right decisions... He's lucky he's got good players. He's lucky he's got good players. Exactly. Bailed him out. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen him at the final whistle. The playoff against North Macedonia, it looked like it looked like they had won the World Cup. He was that relieved. He was hugging people. He was giving them kisses on yeah. the cheek. He was a man True. that realized he overcooked the steak. And he was like, shit, how do I serve this to the rest of the Portuguese public? That's what he was doing. Wow. And then he managed, wow. he managed to get it across the line. He, 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 he definitely, needs to, he definitely needs, to, he needs to go after the, 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 the World Cup, though. And they need to start afresh with someone new. But the question is, who will that person be when the, the World Cup ends in December, right? So it kind of keeps mm-hmm. leaves coaches in limbo where coaches that are in club management can't really put their hands up. You know, who, who, who would you like to take over from, from him in, 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 in after post-World Cup? But you know what it is, Silo? It's just uh, he needs to put proper corporate vibes. He just needs to start getting his handover dossier together, keeping his structure in place. So the, the, like he does his thing. You know, if, you know, if he does, the problem is if he does really well at the World Cup, they'll keep him. <laughs> that's the problem. But if he does really yeah. well, does, does well, it's because of the talent he has. That's, that's the other issue. Obviously, I think the ideal position for the Portuguese job would be a Mourinho. Personally speaking, I think he must move away from club football. His time is done there, but he, yeah. I think it's too soon for him in his mind. But that's, I think that's his next move. And I think everyone else, all the Portuguese would welcome it. He's not going to get criticized by anyone. Yeah. No one's going to, I think if he goes there and he, he does something in Portugal, wins the World Cup or he does, people will then go back and say, yes, this is Mourinho that we know. This is, and all of a sudden yeah. you'll see the narrative that will change, I think. Uh, although true. it is interesting because the players coming through the Portuguese team, the stronger ones or the younger ones. So, and we know the the struggle is had with the younger players. Mm, with that, with that, with that, with that strong mentality, that strong, yeah, you know, um, tough love type of type, type of mentality, which isn't which doesn't always work while well the young youngsters. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, I put out a, a a poll with regards to the selfie thing with the Bafana Bafana question, saying, you know. Um, would you take Pogba, a selfie yeah. after getting after getting thumped, or would you do it because it's Pogba? And the results that came in, the ones that said yes were a certain age group. It was quite, it was quite is interesting. It? The ones that said no were all like in their late twenties, over thirties. Yeah. They're like, hell no, no, I would never do it. The young guys were like, yeah, for sure, it's Pogba. I'm definitely gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. It shows obviously the the, the different levels of mentality for. For, 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 for different age groups, you know, they they looking up and like saying, you know, they don't have that, you know, that history that we have in terms of like um, showing pride and saying, no, man, you don't. The only thing you do is change shirts, you know, that that's the only thing that you do with after a game that's that's the norm is you go to Pogba, hey, man, well done. Can I have your shirt? Cool. Take mine. Take mine. You go. But you even do but, it uh, behind closed doors, though, don't you? No, but the, doors, changing, no, the changing of shirts is... Is obviously we see that stuff they do it like you know they go. But after a five like, no loss though, but a five no. No, but changing shirts is not a, doors, changing shirts is not bad, Claudio. Wonga, let's, let's try changing shirts. 
Yeah, I don't know. Most people, they, they no, like, uh, some people, I mean, they even give it away. Some people take off shorts, they give it away. No, it's not bad at all because, like, some, sometimes the, the, first, the first thing the player does is take off his shirt, you know, and whether he's pissed or not, he just gives them the shirt. And he's it's just, Silo's right. That thing is quick and it's passing, but they're taking over photos, like, that's, and that's the way. Job. Someone has to come out of the yeah, phone and. And do a you filter, know, hey, I, man. I'm still choosing the right filter. Just wait, wait, I'm choosing a filter. So, Just stand still there. One, two, three, go. Imagine, that's what they would do. So, like, the way I, the way I look at it, it's like, and, and I agree oh, with, okay, with Claudio, that should be okay. done. That should have been done. I would rather done, well, yeah, you'd rather do that behind uh, okay, closed doors. I can understand why I, they do it. I have it. no shame behind closed doors. But then I'm taking, hey, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm pissed I can off. Understand. Pogba, okay, selfie. But I'm... You've just lost, and you just haven't lost. Lost. You've got an absolutely like. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just not. A, it's just Could not a winning eight. mentality. It's just not a winning mentality. I think. Yeah, what no. Vard says. I lose five 0 I'm walking straight to the change room. I'm not even walking to the change. I'm running straight out of there, and I'm kicking one or two things all the way out. That's how pissed off I am. I mean, you've seen but me. Joey, see- I lose a game at indoor against some Mickey Mouse. What? What? Doesn't even have to be a good team, and I'm pissed off. Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. But, also, but you see, that's the thing, Claudio. It's like it's 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 for me. It's the it's it shows it it does show where the soccer is at. You know, in our country, um, we we're far behind um, <laughs> France. You know, they've got superstars in their team, and all the players in our team are looking up to those guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna go play France. They're like, oh, we're gonna see Mbappe. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna see Giroud. We're gonna see all those players. We're gonna see a Pogba. What what so it's that's that's what it is. I mean, if you if you got a Germany like if you had a let's say there's a Germany versus France and Germany got a fresh five no, are they taking photos? Are they taking photos? Oh. No, they're not taking photos. Those guys are those guys are are, are, they, are in the same pride. caliber of there's, but they're, there's they're in the same and there's a winning winning mentality. That's that's and the they also yeah. in the same but also I think also as part they're the same caliber of player. They're the same sort of with the same person you and I. You know, we're on the same level exactly. in life. Exactly. Yeah, we're the same level, you know, and we compete in the same thing. We They know that um, they would actually think, one of, one or the other team would actually think that they're better. But as Pafana Fana, we, where we are at, we actually succeeded to the fact that, you know, those guys are better than us, miles ahead of us. And, you know, that going to that game, we, we're not going to win. You know, let's get the photos. You know, that's that's the sort of mentality that we, they went into the game with, and yeah, it just for me it just bro. shows. I don't think it's anything wrong or right, but it just shows. It literally shows us where our soccer is at the moment, uh, compared to our other sports, and that I must say, it compared to our other sports. And if you Hugo Bros, uh, Bros, then you just think it to yourself. You're going, "Geez, this is a bit yeah. sombering. I've, I've got, I've got yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of work, and there's there's not much you can do here. If these are the tools no, he can't do anything. For... He can't do anything." He, he, uh, before I was he does surprised. anything I, major, I mean, he'll get fired. I, mean, I promise you, exactly, he'll replace That's him. exactly it. So there's, he's got to manage the... It's like it's like being a consultant going into a corporate space. You've got to manage... You first got to understand how the environment works. Then you've got to manage the politics. Only after managing yeah. the politics and getting in the good books can you start having an influence and doing this and doing that. Apart from that, mm, tough times, man. Tough times lay ahead. And also to the point that you were saying, though, Celo... Wonga says there's a huge discrepancy between world number one and where we're at right now. When you were watching that game, in particular, the Fano South Africa game, what were the key things that stood out for you? The key, key things. Basics, bro. We can't do basics. That's, that's the key. That's the, that's the first and foremost thing that, that I saw in that game. Uh, a simple, uh, simple five-meter pass. You know, a tra- you know that, that, that's the thing where 
where you should be able to at least do that. You know what I mean? I think obviously, yes, there's a certain level of, of quickness that maybe the play, the other players will have over us. That's okay. But just just simple thing. You need to make a five a five yard pass. You need to retain the ball. You know what I mean? Ronald Williams kept, kept us in the game. He made some like he made about like four or five great saves where where you know ordinarily uh, uh would have went in. So I think that exposed us and also the tactics as well. You know, I think what Hugo Bruce should have done, right, is that he kinda didn't play some of his best players or the players that I think we regard as being the best players in the last in his tenure as a Bafana coach, you know what I mean? Like a, a Russian Daruk um didn't play at center back, which was surprising where Russian Daruk has been the best center back for for Bafana Bafana in recent times. And then um uh, Mashero at the left back, he didn't play as well. He should have started, you know what I mean? And and now you started with a with a Lyle Foster instead of starting with the evidence Mahopa. So there's just a lot of lot of lot of decisions that just didn't make sense for me going to that game. You know, Keegan Dolly should have rather started. And you know, you, you could have rather used a certain team for Guinea on, on the previous game uh, and then use your best team in this game, just so we can at least say, Okay, cool. He's actually put his best available team out there and we lost uh five no. You know, but then now comes uh, after the game, people are like no, but he should have started this guy. He should have started this guy, because you know those are the guys that we 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 are used to see him uh, start. But yeah, the basics were just not there. And yeah, I mean the level of quality uh, when we did get into into their half, we just made the wrong decisions. You know, what I mean we just made the wrong passes. Uh, decision making was poor. No shots on target. You know, I think we could have at least tried to test the goalkeeper at least once, uh, but we didn't do that. So that, that's quite yeah, so. So that goes team. that goes back to what you're saying. Football basics. Yeah, Wonga. For, for me, I think, yeah, if, if, you, if you're talking basics, I think what the, the South African players did or do lack, um, I would say it's mostly, I would say it's mostly cognitive, to be honest with you. Um, if I'm watching that game, uh, the, 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 the French team looked more relaxed, um, only because I think they, 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 they uh, there's something that they, they know, you know where to be. They know what to do. They know the runs they need to make. Um, there was, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, even when like, Mbappe, okay, I would say he was probably the one who was just playing a bit out of order in terms of the French team because he was literally trying to do things himself, um, and and it did work uh, to the to the best of it. But you saw, I mean, a Pogba comes on, doesn't make the game complicated. He's not trying to force things. You know, he's he's playing things. You know, when it's on, then he's going to try the long ball. Um, and ends up even getting a goal, you know. But final, final, we, every time we get into that final third, like uh, like Celo said, we get into the final third. Yes, players are running. I saw the one time um, I can't remember who it was, but our, our our two our midfielder makes a passes the ball to the striker, and he runs right in front of him, right across him, right across him, you know. Um, and it's, it's simple things like that. I think um, I wouldn't say simple. No, no, no. Let me not say it's simple. I think. Um, it's not simple. I think it's just things that, you know, the the, the guys haven't um, trained trained with uh, trained at all. And also, I don't think maybe they also don't get time enough time together as well. All national teams have the same amount of time. Don't get the time, but, but, but you know, Selo, you know, but, like a good footballer is a good footballer. You can put him in a squad with other good footballers and they can play. You don't have to spend many, like, you don't have to spend two tours and camps together or whatever it is. If you, 
you just go onto the field and you know how to play. I think you guys have touched on a lot of the key things. You've you've touched cognitive, the mental base. I think we've got some key sort of comments here where Vards has said no play in the PSLs near the standard of European players. That's an interesting statement. And again, you can see the discrepancy between the slow <laughs> sort of build-up in PSL versus what they experienced in the Stade de France. Firstly, the atmosphere of the Stade de France, then the pace of the ball, the, the conditions there, another thing. The the mental thing of being this is bigger than us. We we are looking up to to the likes of them. And then also Pum saying the question saying, where were the European players based at least? So, and that's the other thing It's going, okay, you do have one or two players, but where's the leadership there? And then the loss also shows a couple of other things. It's currently the football culture in South Africa. It's going, it's okay so, so, to compete. Sorry, Claudio. The, yeah. uh, Pums is asking where, where were the European, the ones that were based, the players based in Europe, where were they? The, the other, I think that's what the he's other. asking. No, that's I know that's what he's asking. But what, what right. I'm saying is, like, regardless of whether or not they're there, it's they there, the yeah. standard. Yeah, they they were one or two there. But the thing is, regardless of that, it's there's there's a deeper sort of underlying culture here that needs to be like, for example, if you have to go ask the general people in the public and you have to tell them they lost five 0 to France, what would the general reaction be? Ah, what would it be? No, they wouldn't be surprised. There's no shock. You carry on with life, speak? yeah. <laughs> and you, you've so touched done. on the basics. And Celo touched on the basics. Just he touched on the basics of just trapping and passing. If we look, yeah. what I said, what I said on on Tuesday was like, they're going to go there. They're going to deny space. It's going to they're going to force the game to be tight because they're going to. They couldn't even do that. They couldn't even force just just sit defensively, be disciplined enough. And then the other thing that was a stark contrast for me, it was the physique of the players. And again, it speaks to complacency. Now, I, I want you guys to ask, answer this question. Who are the two best African players in the world at the moment? Two best. Uh, it's, I would say Mohamed Salah uh, and, and Riyad Mahrez. Mahrez? And, and you'd Salah. also throw and, and Mane. You'd throw Mane in the mix there. Uh, uh, Salah and Salah and Mahrez. You wouldn't throw Mane in there? <laughs> no, but you said two. I had to choose, okay, I had to but choose now, two. Okay, but now I'm adding, I'm adding another one in there. No, but you, you told me two. I Fine, whatever. What I do? The point, the point is, what I'm saying is, okay, let's focus on Salah. Okay, who's the best one? Who's the best one? Who's the best Salah. one? Salah. Salah. Okay, Mom Salah. Salah. Now, now yeah. Salah's size. If you've got to take some of the players we had in that team on Tuesday, or do we have players that are physically taller than Salah? Yes, right? Correct. Yeah. Look at the stature of Salah. Where high hits the gym, high is conditioned, high he carries himself. He's if strong, you can yeah. give yourself two percent, two percent advantage on the field, why not take it? Our players look nothing like that. And I'm telling you now, yeah, in the PSL, huh? they're not conditioned to the same extent. They're not. No, I, Level of professionalism. I, I agree with you on that, uh, to a certain extent. I but I still really don't think um Bafana's problem rise there in the physique. I would say that's even probably Yes, it has to be at a certain I'm not, level. I, I'm not I saying that longer. I'm not saying but, that's the. I'm not saying that was the route. I mean, for example, if they knew yeah, how but, to just defend properly, they wouldn't have. But I'm saying, if you can give yourself physically, those players were outrunning them. They were outrunning them. They were moving into space. They were quicker. There was, there was, it was just. It was bad. It was really. I thought our players were quicker. It was men versus what? Up front, up front, our players were quicker. But like I said, they just no, didn't know how to do it listen, before. No, listen, 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 up, no, listen. There was a nice outlet in terms of Fakhrile K on the right, right? Yeah. He gets the ball in the final third. That's not a problem if you get in the ball. But the yes. problem is what do you what you do with the ball. So, yes, there was an That's... outlet. But in, in, those, in that first half, there was an outlet, right? But the problem was too often is that when you have that outlet, now there's no support. Also, what you do with the ball. Fakhrile K sometimes was doing complicated stuff as well. Um, exactly. And also inter, inter, 
interpass it wasn't great. So that's why I was surprised he didn't start with players that we had seen playing uh, regularly in the qualifiers. Because now Foster has been recently re- re- uh, reintroduced into the squad. Whereas it's better if you mm-hmm. play Evidence Mahopa. At least he can hold up the ball. He's a strong, tall boy. Um, and he's been playing in the qualifiers consistently. Um, okay, cool. can win as well on the left-hand side. Uh, but then, yeah, man, it was just... It's just weird, man. It's also... Also, that also some of the selections don't make sense for me. Is that he says he doesn't want to pick players above the age of 30, right? But then now he picks Monare and then he picks, uh, picks Lala K. You know what I mean? A 32-year-old and a 31-year-old. But then you're not even picking the best 30-year-olds in the PSL, you know? Um, what's this? Um, Temba Zwan is 32 years old and he's probably the best 32-year-old. Jali's 31. He's still old, still playing well in the midfield. But you're picking yeah. the wrong old people. You know what I mean? If you're picking old people, at least pick the right old people. You know, that 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 that's also like uh it's very it's very confusing <laughs> from, from the coach, man. I, I don't know what I don't know what he's thinking. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah, let's let's the most important thing I think going forward for Bafana Fana is make the next FCON first and foremost non-negotiable and then let's build from that, guys. But um, you know, too often um South Africa, I can't even say African sides in general, guys, we actually do make these um continental tournaments at youth football. Um, so that means we, we do have the quality at that age group levels, but then just from there on, what then happens is that... There, we, there we is a discrepancy. Those... There is a discrepancy yeah. in that, though. In yeah. terms of going, when they look at the, the IDs. No, but yeah. there's no there's no discrepancies, Claudia. There's a bone marrow test at under 17. It checks Maybe you, now. You... No, but, but I'm that's saying been maybe going... if we're looking at the past... But, Claudia, but, but that's been going on for the last five years. and, and, and the last five years. Is... Yeah, for the last five years, there's a bone marrow test. That's how they check, and that's how they they can catch. So, so after seven, after the age of seventeen, right? The bone marrow test uh, the, uh, the can't um, um, really determine your age, but at the level of seventeen, it can definitely show you're a seventeen-year-old person because of the, your bone density and everything like that. So they use those tests in African football, and it's been successful. You know, they use it at all African championships, and we're still competing. We get into the under seventeen um, Fcons. And then being top three, top four teams, going to a World Cup, getting to a World Cup. Even in some instances, we've, we've gone to a last 16, in a, uh, uh, going to the next phase in the World Cup and then lose. No problem. We are there. Nigeria wins or Ghana wins, whatever, whatever. you got all these players doing well. You know, um, your Pets and Duckers have played in these tournaments as well. You know what I mean? But then what happens to those players? You know, yes, we get those guys who do well. Your John obi has gone to be great players. Pets and Duckers now started quite well. But then... We just don't keep going, you know, to that level, which which will hinder South African football and also African football as as a result. Yep. On that note, we're going to move over because uh, we're going to talk about Arsenal's real team, the main team at Arsenal. And we've got Women's Champions League, the one that actually plays in the Champions League football. So we've got Women's <laughs> Champions League uh, quarterfinals. <laughs> what are you joining them? These, this is your team. You should be happy. Scores currently. What is the score? They're, they're losing. Uh, it's one yeah, 0 to sure. Wolfsburg, Arsenal ladies, and their former player. I think you, you informed me. Score scored, scored the goal there. Joel Root. Root. It's one 0 Yeah, one yeah, yeah, one Former Arsenal player. So generally, gents. I mean, we've got obviously quarterfinals here. How awesome is it to see the coverage of uh, women's Champions League football? No, it's great to see, man. It's great to see. I think it's 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 taken on a a, a different um, a level, and it's also gone to great greater heights. You know, with the record crowd yesterday, 
in the El Clasico. 91,000 91, people yeah. at the at the Camp Nou watching the El Clasico in the in the in the quarterfinal between Barca and and Real Madrid. Uh, a record for women's uh, football game. That's amazing to see. I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it it shows as well is that you know if you put in the right uh, amount of resources into women's football, uh, you'll get a certain level of of, of quality. Mm. Um, and I think it can only grow and get better from here on. You know, I know, um, you know, what's this? The the CAF had its own Champions League uh, first the first edition uh, where they had it in in, in Egypt where um, you know it was you know they they actually trying to do something as well. You know. There's similar something happening also in Copa Libertadores. But in Africa, what they're saying is that I think from next season in the CAF Champions League, you can't participate if you don't have a women's team. So that already shows that yeah, at least even CAF even even is trying to obviously progress as well, is that if you can't, you can't uh, compete in the men's side if you don't have a women's team. So the Women's yeah. Champions League, uh, European Women's Champions League, I think is already the one, the pinnacle in terms of club football and setting the standards uh, for, for, for the rest of the women's club football game to say, guys, we need to be at this level. We need to have to get the, the right crowds into the into the stadiums, the right level of quality. Coverage as well is important. Um, yeah, I would like, you know, for instance, like a super sport to, to actually get the coverage for, of the Women's Champions League. That will definitely, I think, help, um, you know, the African viewers to actually be able to watch these, these matches as well. So I think that that's the next step for... For for, for 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 I guess South African viewers is to actually have the proper access. You know, we don't want to find some weird site. You know, um, Claudia.com. You know, streaming. You know, and then you know, then we have to go click on, on a pop up. Go on TV. Come on. Yeah, then we have to go on TV. <laughs> then we have to have a pop up of Claudia showering or something like that. You know what I mean? So so we wanna we wanna get what? get it right. Wait, get which it which right side? Which Claudia? Which South American Claudia are you watching showering? So it's not this guy. I can tell you now. It's not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but on that note, you think it's you think it's time Golan starts uh, finding a couple of female players and representing them. What do you think? What do you gents think? Yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, man, at the discovery all the student challenges were some good female players there, Claudia. I think we missed our opportunity to sign some sign some good players there. There was a lady who says she plays in Sweden. Um, obviously she was on her winter break. Yeah, Hilda. She's on a winter break from Sweden, and she had a great left foot on her, man. So I think. Uh, there is a lot of uh, women's If talent you have a left foot, it's great, Hello. Ah. If you have a left foot, it's great. That's, no. all, like, that's <laughs> all it equals, gents. <laughs> Your left no, foot no, is no, great. No, no, no. Wrong, you guys? It's the wrong thing. No, no, she was good. Thing. No, no, she was good, bro. She, oh, okay. yeah. flew, man. she was left foot, left foot bias yeah. coming in on the show, coming in hot. Wow. But if it's a left foot, it's great. That's it. It's, there's nothing. He's just saying it. But, no, he's just saying. No, he's saying it slow because he's a left footer. That's what he's saying. I know. I know. And I. And <laughs> you must watch these women matches. You know the funny thing. I saw this. Uh, the the the. I was watching the the Madrid and Barcelona highlights. The 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 Madrid lady scored from the halfway line. Left foot was a left footer. I'm sure it was. Yo, but it, it was. was uh, yeah, it was close. Let's say between. I would say quarter of the field. Let's say twenty. But uh, if it's 100 meters, it is 25 meters out. But I think it could have been, I say, close to 40, 40 meters out. She hit it um, over the key, and she looks, she looked up, sees the keeper for line, and he hits a rocket in the net. I was like, you yeah, know, it is a good game, uh, good goals, and yeah, I think it's, I think yeah, these competitions for the women are, especially now, obviously the Champions League, a big competition. Uh, no, it's, it's it's definitely a, a plus. Um, I think yes, they still have a long way to go um, in terms of competitiveness. Um, 
because you're looking at um, I mean the Champions League yes you're going to get the best teams competing there which is great all the like you get and Arsenal's you doing well in the Americans league well, Wolfsburg is strong Pardon? All the best, all the best Americans are just now. They're just flocking to the European clubs. I mean, yeah, right that's now, how Arsenal it is. Have have Tobin, uh, what's the name? Toby Heath, or uh, how do you pronounce the name? Uh, Tobin, Tobin, guess... Tobin, Tobin, Tobin Heath, or something. Yeah, I know who you're talking yes, about. Yes, yeah, is he... lethal. And Tobin she's, Heath, I think yes. she was, yeah, but... Tobin Heath, and her and her girlfriend, I think, played for Man United last season or something along those lines. And now she's yeah, hey, Amen. Listen, we we had uh, an American player, and then she, she left. As, I think she was at Man United, right? Yeah, she was at Man United. She was, yeah, man. She's lethal. I don't know what happened there, but uh, she's doing things at Arsenal. Yeah, no, the 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 yeah, the, 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 yeah, the she, Canadians. I don't know why she left. I don't know why she left, man. Canadians and the and the USA are very. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, Canada, they've got some Can, good Canada good won, good players there. Canada won the Olympics, so so they they've got definitely a good team. Uh, but yeah, I think it's 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 good to see like women's football, man. I think it needs to get to the. Uh, get get the attention it needs. You know, I think Bafana Bafana, we, we must take away the fight. They're finding or cut it in half and take the half and put it to Wanyana Manyana. But there's yeah, still, look at that. Look at that. Pum's asking, don't the, oh, that's the wrong question there. He's saying, don't the sweater giants have teams? And I think maybe that's also, you know, uh, yeah. Mr. Patrice is trying to force their hand to make sure they get going so that the ladies, yes. sometimes ladies also can get a league going. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah have you seen the, the... That, that league, um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, that, that that will definitely push them to to create the league. I, uh, I think with um, with uh, Kaiser Chiefs um, looking like they they might be fighting for second position, which gets you to which which gets you into CAF, then I think they'll have to start the team. Um, yeah, someone was saying, uh, was it what's that guy's name? The guy we had in the show. What is his name? Claudio, the Sundance guy. Um, Sean Bishop. He, yeah, Sean Bishop. So Sean Bishop said that they'll probably likely buy buy a team. So they'll probably like buy a smaller team um, that already has the players and, and everything, and obviously buy that team and then start and have it as kids Chiefs, and then obviously as that have that as the base and then build it up type of thing. Yeah. Um, instead so of yeah, program so all over. Instead of starting from scratch. You know, like I, players. Like the, the the opportunity. I mean, I mean, uh, it would be nice. I don't know if you have any women watching the show that are interested in soccer, but I mean, if you if you're a, a, a girl. Um, Go, go, what? join Fresh oh. Legs. Uh, Wonga coaches all. If you are, if, if you're a girl, ages. 10, 11, 12, <laughs> the opportunity, like, I, I'm, I'm being serious. Even if, you look, if, you're, no, if, yeah. if you're a girl who's 10, 11, 12, and you, and you wanting to play soccer, the opportunity is huge. It's, it's, it's far, I think you have a far better Especially opportunity now. than, no, not, 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 not that I think. It's true that you have a better, you, you have a better opportunity. You're in a better, the women are in a better position than the males. Let me put it like that. Um, the males yeah, stuff is set up. It's hard to get in. You can't get fewer, in. There. The there's women, fewer people. There's fewer people. Yeah. yeah if you look fewer, at, if you look at the players, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you look at the women's team, they, they need they need players. You're looking at uh, the English uh, the women's English league. They've only got um, I think it's twelve teams, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's far less. In, in Barcelona, well. in, uh, in Germany as well. In Spain, 12. they've got yeah, it's Germany as well. Twelve in Spain, the the Madrid uh, no Barcelona has got 138 goals. And I think they've only conceded, uh, is it four or five goals in the four, league? Four. And the other teams below them um, have only scored something something like like 30, 50, you know? And the, and the points difference is also... No, not the goals. That was a... I think that was the yeah, points no, difference, right. if I'm not mistaken. But no, right. it's... But yeah, they've, they've the, the, got too you much, see, the won. gap is huge. The teams... They won every the teams game. Below, they won they, every game. Yeah. Teams... 
the teams now are looking for players, you know. So if you're a girl sitting out there and you're watching this and you and you play, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're playing if you're if you're playing soccer, um, the opportunity for you is huge. It's it's ginormous. All the yep. teams are looking for good, good girl soccer players. Yeah, um, I wonder. I'm, I'm, Yes, sir, sir. You, want... you go, no, 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 you wonder. No, I was saying, I, I'm just saying. I wonder how the the because you know, I know Canada and USA are good. I'm not too sure how their leagues in the women league are doing. Um, to be honest with you, but yeah, they've got good players. Um, and so and, and even now, yeah, South Africa, the South African women, huge, 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 huge opportunity no, for you, you, for our you, team you, to be even much stronger than it is now. To be honest with you, you in the you, coming you know years, what, you know where America does very well, guys. America does mm-hmm. very well. In their collegiate system, guys, their collegiate system, I think that's where they do it very well because they actually their colleges actually play soccer. You know, they play yes. soccer. Oh, it's the so, number one female so, sport in the country. Exactly. So because they play soccer, um, and then soccer. you know, they, so they 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 women's <laughs> they women's they women's team, and they they for instance they their basketball and their, and their soccer team. Um, those two, those two benefit a lot from the collegiate system. You know, they come from the collegiate system. They play for college for three years. Uh, for instance, they get their degree, then they get the draft, then they get drafted into into the into into the league. Interestingly enough, guys, you know Dennis Rodman, the former yes. basketball yeah. player. His daughter, yeah. guys, his daughter is the next big thing in America. She's twenty, twenty-one years old. Or yeah, basketball. she's she's she, soccer. soccer, soccer, yeah, soccer. She's the um, What's this? She she won the young young uh, player of the year, USA young player of the year for 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 for, uh, for USA, and she plays in the Perhaps. collegiate system now, and she plays for the under twenty under twenty national team. Um, like mm-hmm. very good, very good player. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, that's another thing where actually uh, it talks about. There's uh, some other podcast I was listening to where it talks about um, you know children who whose parents were. Uh, almost elite athletes or elite athletes are most li- more likely to be elite athletes. Environment, genetics, discipline, exactly. all those exactly. things can be passed down and taught. Where it's flowed through from Dennis to, to, to his daughter and then his son plays basketball mm. as well. Although so, yeah, his so... discipline is a different type of discipline, but where he has discipline for <laughs> performance. But yeah. we're doing well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you must watch, yeah. you must check her out. Uh, I just, I'll just check her name, but she's doing very out. well. Pum's uh, coming in here with some interesting things here, Wonga. So pay attention. Saying there are few girls school, what a uh, few girls school around Gauteng, but never taken seriously in high school. Then says hmm. the school system should be the base for women's soccer, and I agree completely. Especially and what, what, men's what, soccer. Yeah, and men's soccer. But let's let's just go back to the fact that you've already said there's a huge opportunity for female football. If you've seen the success of the current ladies within South Africa and the ones that are playing abroad based on their previous um, success, and to hmm. be fair, doing far better than the men. There are a lot of things to compare here, and one is because there are such there aren't really places for ladies to play. The ones that are playing at a younger age tend to be playing with boys anyway, so they're developing at a different rate as yeah. you would compare to say the American girls playing their soccer because there are a whole bunch of girls used to playing that, you know. So that there is an advantage there. Um, Vard's also coming and saying school systems should be the base for all. So to your point I there, one yes, yeah. actually, actually, let me just. So her name is Trinity Rodman. Um, at the age of 18, she became the youngest drafted player in the National Women's Soccer League. So that have you got a pick for league, her? Sorry, the, the main the, the, the yeah, I can pull, pull it up. up. Uh, pull, it up. Pull, pull it up quickly. Um, just give me a second. Let me just do my 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 my, my technology. You know, technology. 
You know, since we're on the oh, yeah, line. okay. Now we're going to see. Well, you told him to put it up. Now we're going to wait for him to put it up there, Wonga. Oh, guys. You should have had this on standby. If he wants to talk guys, about they, something, they, this This is. This is. You see her? Yeah. Okay. So that's her. So that's her. Yeah, so she's. I've seen her before. And there she looks like a dad with the bleached hair. Where? This one? You yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah that one, one. This there. one, yeah. Uh, that one, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she, she actually plays for the for the, for the the national team as well now. Um, yeah, so just watch out for her. She's 19 years old. Um, she was, she was, so she's turning 20 this year, but at the age of 18, she was drafted. She plays for the Washington Spirit um, in that league. So, yeah, man. Uh, Washington Spirit. As, 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 as Pums and Vod say, the school system is the one, guys. Nah, come on. Ah, oh, gosh, it's really... Hey, come on, what's what? <laughs> on. I agree, Vaz. Oh. I agree, Vaz. I agree, Vaz. No way. You see, Vaga, Vaga's eyes did go like... No, man. All right, was... just back. We, we need to move. We're not going to go down this path because it's a dangerous path to go down. But yes. We do, we, we don't a we don't have much time to do what we normally do. And we did have another segment where we were going to cover, so I don't think we're going to do that so much. But we're going to start off here, you with Wonga. Because we're not gonna, we're gonna end off with sell off because this is his team. But this, this sort of the the Man United oh, manager yes. hunt right now, in terms of all the Ten Hag talks, I mean that's looking the likely sort of candidature. What are you feeling about this Wonga Denga? And then we'll hear Selo Selo's thoughts. You know, I, I, to be honest, I did not know Man United's problems until I until I, I mean I listened to Selo. And also looked at it as well. Um, then I started looking at it, and then, yeah, I think Man United's problems are more, yeah, they're more internal than it is with the coach. I think Solskjaer could have done a good job as well, that they, even though they fired him. Um, yeah, it's, it's hectic. I mean, like you, you look at Solskjaer, he didn't want Ronaldo in the team. I don't think he wants Ronaldo in the team, but obviously he's 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 he's, he's a professional man. He's going to try and make it work. And it, it didn't work there. Now you're looking at the current coach now. Um, he's supposed to go into, I mean, the, the deal, as far as I understand it, he's supposed to go into, I mean, he's supposed to be direct, into, into directorship when, once he's done with this um, um, this spell of his as well. Um, and things aren't just, they aren't working, man. I, I don't know what it is. And I mean, if you're looking at, um, if you say Ten Hag comes in, what's he going to change? That's my question. Let's say, um, um, your current coach now goes up, and then you bring in now this uh, Ten Hag. I, I, Ten Hag is a, is a very good coach. I mean, he's done well with Alex. But my question is, how is he, the team that's on there? I can't see, especially the way they're linking up. It's, it's not changed as much um, from what I'm seeing with uh, with the social. And, and I think I've seen better performances. To be honest with you, I, the best the best performances I've seen with Man United. In terms of um, the the current coach and the the previous one, I would say it was uh, the be- the best performances was with the Ole. I've seen that that's was, that's that where the better performances were. That was last season, Wanga. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Season? In the two seasons, what else, what, I think the best performances was Solskjaer's one. That's the honest truth. I can't lie what, to you. What was he doing this season? Huh? No, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this season has gone down, and again, what? like I said, I think a big major role in that. I yeah, in the beginning I said yeah, Ronaldo would be a good fit, but I think maybe that also didn't go down the way he. he it and didn't work I out mean, the way if, he wanted it to work. Ronaldo, Portugal at the moment, but it's it's funny that Celo made that comment earlier. So you know, it's not that Ronaldo, Messi are carrying their teams. 
And it almost feels like even on the on the Tuesday game against North Macedonian, I mean, dare I say Portugal were carrying Ronaldo because, I mean, his presence is enough to, to uplift anyone. But it does – you do have to really be organized in a way to play – to maximize a player like that and the potential he has because you've got to work around it as opposed to play a natural way. So you might be trying to establish a philosophy or you might be wanting to play in a certain manner, but you've been given this puzzle piece that doesn't fit the puzzle that you're trying to piece together. So now you're trying to cut the puzzles to make it work around that one piece that you've been given. And that's kind of what Ronaldo is at the moment for United. And it's the same for Portugal. Luckily for Portugal, that's exactly what they've done. They play around him. Whereas it's not so much the case at United and they're trying to establish an identity for anyone who wants to come in. But then they've got the Ronaldo headache because if he's not happy, there's the media that's going to cause issues. There's this that's going to cause issues. So there is that. So, I mean, it's nice, United... it's nice, it's nice people that people listen to actually when I speak as well on the show. It's great. Yeah. Got, but it's, it's, great. it's I, I say, I say things, Antonio listens and he analyzes it and he sees it as well. And he's like, yeah, you know, Silo might have not said it, you know, at the right time. <laughs> Cristiano shut him up uh, by scoring a hat trick. But I think the essence, he was right. Yeah, you know how it is. But, but okay, but, but let's, just... let's go back to the Ten Hag sort of conversation. Because now, what, where yeah. are they looking? They're looking Pochettino possibly, but Ten Hag seems to be the front runner. But I suppose, instead of looking at the deeper issues, we just look at the candidates on, on, on the file here, presented to both of you now. If you had the option, and I know Celo's going to say Ten Hag outright, but if you had the option between Pochettino and Ten Hag, why do you go with the one and why don't you go with the other? Jump ahead, Silo. Jump ahead. Give, give Wonga some time to think about it. Jump ahead there, Silo. No, I think, I think, yeah, man, we need to, we need fresh ideas, first and foremost. Mm. I think that's the, that's the one thing we need. We need fresh ideas. Um, and also, um, Ralph Ranick is actually the one who's, um, you know, suggesting to the guys, guys, you need to go with Ten Hag. Um, you know, mm. he he feels he's the right man for the job, so he's kind of already put his his recommendation to the board to say, guys, this is the right guy to go for. Um, I think also what he's done with Ajax, you know, whether whether yeah, guys, you know, Ajax is a team that 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 every season loses players, you know, every single season. Yeah. They, that that Champions League run, you know, they lost De Ligt, they lost Van der Beek, they lost De Jong, you know, so they've mm. lost a couple of players. They lost ZH, you know, so they lost like their mm. four best players in that in that team. Um, but they're still doing well. Yes, they lost to Benfica in the last six in the Champions League. But at the end of the day, they're still making it to the next round of the Champions League with a very limited budget um, and also the level of com- uh, uh, opposition in the Dutch League um, is probably not to the level that it can prepare them for a Champions League. But they still they, they compete. They still do well in the Champions League. Um, and I think, yeah, I, mean, I think just the most importantly is, is we need the fresh ideas. And Poch, I'm not saying Poch is not the right guy. But Poch was the right guy when we got Solskjaer. I think Poch should have been the guy when we got Solskjaer. I think right now, I don't want to be going for Poch. Um, I just, I just have, I just feel that the Ten Hag is the guy to go for. Let's try and take a risk and move forward and give Ten Hag the time to actually develop a team and develop a style. And I think the nice, the only one positive that I've seen with this new. Uh, new CEO for Manchester United that's taken over, uh, Richard Arnold. He took over on the first of first uh, of March. Is that he, seemingly it seems he wants to leave the football operations to the football people, and he will ma- uh, look after the commercial side of things. So I think already there he's saying the right things first and foremost. But let's see if he actually implements the right things. So if, for instance, you know he leaves it to 
to to uh, what's this guy uh, John Murta and Ranyek and Fletcher, those three guys to actually run the club properly, um, and he just runs the financial uh, the, the the business side. That will be good because at least it will be a new tenure. So he's coming on a clean slate. Yes, he was a part of the board uh, previously, but we're giving him this clean slate to say, okay, let's see what you do. Please make the right uh, decision and manager. Please um, give these guys actually the power to make the right uh, decisions in terms of the, the signings and, and, and also, and also, you know, letting go of players. You know, I think the club needs to be run uh, like a football club and not, not, not a commercial club as, as, as uh, Louis van Gaal said in his, in his press conference. Yeah. I th- yeah. Look, I, and I, I agree on, on, on those points. Um, you see the, yeah. The, and the point that you made in terms of, yeah, Ten Hag would be, uh, the, the club needs something fresh. You know, Pochettino's been in the, in the league before. Um, I mean, in the, and he was there at uh, at a at a PSG. You know, Ten Hag. I think, yeah, I think, I think definitely, probably out of the two. I mean, based on especially all the points that Celo said, I don't think there's more that I need to say um, in terms the, of that. But the Pochettino and, thing, Wanga, you made it seem like him being there is an issue. Is it not more of a strength having a manager like Pochettino who was there with the Southampton, was there with the Spurs? He kind of did what he did at the Southampton. He did what he did at the Spurs. Can I, Maybe, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I interject? Can I interject? No, no, no. Of the 29 uh, league titles in the Premier League era, um, only two have been won by uh, managers who've coached in the Premier League before. <laughs> That's incredible, eh? Only two. So, there's a stat for you. You, you want something think... fresh. So, yeah. So, yeah, guys, think... uh, Premier League experience only doesn't really count for much when uh, yeah. the guys who are coming out from outside the league, your Klops, your Contes, your Fergusons, your yes. Ancelotti's, your Contes, um, you know, all these guys come from outside the Premier League. They come into the Premier League um, and, and get success at their clubs, you know. So, yeah. I think yes, he has had. But how many? But but okay. But in terms of okay, so yeah, I hear what you're saying from that perspective. But if we're looking at Pochettino going to Man United, and say they do back him, say Man United now, whoever has to come in, whether it's a Ten Hag or whoever they bring in, they have to back this manager 100%. That that's in the transfer market so, and philosophy, all those things. So if if a Pochettino who hasn't had that previously, like, do you think that would not be beneficial for him? So, like, in order to have the finances and go after the players that he wants, as opposed to working with what he has? Because no, he, you could, you could argue is, PSG, that's what he's look, doing as well. He's working with what he has, really. No, it is it is beneficial. It is beneficial. <laughs> look, at the, at the end of the day, you know, I think, I, I'm not going to say that Poch is a bad manager. It, you know, he, he's yeah. got his merits, uh, but also um, he's got, yeah, some some parts that maybe he, he, he needs to work on. But listen, at the end of the day, um, he's still a, he's still a quality manager, and I'm and if he were to be the the manager of Man United, I would back him 100. You know, I'm gonna be crying and say I'm not watching Man United ever again. I'm gonna be there shouting his name, um, supporting him. You know, as 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 I as I should support my players and my manager. You know, and I'll support him. Um, and but I would just like Ten Hag. You know, it's a preference thing. Uh, but yeah, Poch does have does have his 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 strengths as well. Um, I think some of the weaknesses that he does have. Um, it seems he seems he seems to struggle away from home actually um, against the big side six teams. I think when they said he was at Spurs, he only won two games against the big six away from home, um, and then in League One in the French league against the other top ten teams, he's only won one game away from home, which I couldn't believe. Um, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe that stat. You know, so it seems like he struggles um, against the um, 
other managers away from home. So, but and and, and the Ten Hag thing, what I was what I was trying to get to, you see the when in terms of fresh ideas now, um, what I also think as well, if Ten Hag is going to be successful at Man United, um, and I don't know how long they're going to give him, but if they want to also see the results, let me say quickly, let's say maybe two, three years, four years, I think then what's definitely going to happen is that uh, the team is going to change. It has, to, It's going to change if that's if his success is supposed to come. So if they say they're going to back him, I think slowly you're going to see some players get out of the team, um, players he thinks that, that, are, not, that are not needed. Um, and yeah, players that he wants to probably be able to get. Obviously, you know, you can't promise them players that will come in, but I think there will be a chat and discussion about, you know, players that will, that he, the things that, you know, don't, or maybe an Achilles heel to the team at, at, at the moment. So I think that's, that's one thing I don't know if Man United will be prepared because I mean, it's, it's in a long time now, you know, the teams look the same. Performances mm-hmm. like let me I'll, I'll say that I mean like I, I mean Harry Maguire has been playing left right and center, and performances have been poor, um, very very poor. Um, yeah, he's had a good maybe one good game because and and I, I mean look I don't like seeing a player struggle. Uh, it's not it's not it's not nice for anyone to be in there, but the truth is he's been playing below average um, to what he's uh, normally at, and 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 you at times I, I mean at defense at, at defense it's costing the team. So you ask yourself, would they be able to? Would a ten? Would ten hug be able to have the right to say, "Hey, sit on the bench," you know? And and he's your captain as well, which makes it difficult as well. So that that's the sort of thing I'm thinking now when I think about. But that's the nice thing with the new manager; he starts on a clean slate. Does he? You know, that's, that's the thing. The, like with, me, with media now and with everything, you know, it's not that these managers are coming there blindfolded that they haven't seen. They might yeah. see something different behind closed yes. doors, but they, they come in with the perception of who they think you are already. So you've got to shake that off. But um, just to wrap this, this sort of conversation up from that perspective, yep, we've got uh, Ryan saying Ten Hag get some time. He will probably do well. And again, let's go back to the point that we said, or said, okay, cool. The new man come in. The come, he's coming in from a directed perspective. He's going to focus on marketing. He's going to let the football people do the football thing and support it. And at the end of the day, United is a club with the, the fan base, with the resources. So the right ingredients are there. They just need to let it be run that way. So if Ten Hag is the right man and the personality, and I think that's probably what's been lacking since Ferguson left, is someone to actually sit in that seat and own that seat and have the personality to go, you know what? Um, this seat was made for me and I'm fit to rule this sort of kingdom, so to speak. And if that gets done, then anyone will be successful there. But those sort of distinctions need to be clear. And I think that's the bottom line here from a Man United perspective. Uh, gents, we didn't get much time to talk about the actual Premier League game. So let's give a quick fire in terms of what we, what we think about score yeah. predictions. Yep. So we're going to go first game of the Premier League is the Liverpool-Watford game. What are the predictions there, gentlemen? Wonga, Selo, let's hear it. It's going to be a tough one for Liverpool. One-one. What for the fighting? Um, it's a three, wounded three, buffalo. Three-one. Three-one. <laughs> three-one to Liverpool. I don't know what Wong is saying. <laughs> three-one to Liverpool. Yeah, no, no. Wong is playing games there. Wong okay, is playing the biggest. Come Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. Uh, I'm not playing games there. Liverpool going to come. They do the business. Salah is going to be an injured. Injured animal there after this World Cup, and he's gonna—he's really gonna go out there and try and show the world golden boots and do what he can to destroy this Watford side. And he likes scoring against the the smaller teams, and they're playing at Anfield. So three-one, I'm in agreement with Celo. Burnley, Man City, what possibility for an upset, here, gents? I mean, Burnley no. fighting for their lives. Oh, 
Oh, that's shocking for you, Wonga, but the Watford game will come out. You didn't ask the question in the first one. Watford are going to go to Anfield and cause an upset, but Burnley holding Man City is not surprised. Is, is a surprise. But you never asked the question in the first one. Wow. 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 <laughs> I asked the question in this one. That sounds like, ah. That's what I said, ah. It's you, not uh, me. What, 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 what do you think there, Wonga? What do you think there? <laughs> no, but it will be a rough one. It will be a rough one for those guys. Um, I would say 1-0 to Man City. It's not going to be an easy run. Yo, guys, I don't think so. Everyone is everyone is fighting. Yo. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a 2-0 victory to, to City. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-0. City will, will walk the park there. We got Let's see what we <laughs> got in the... Guys are going to be surprised. Pum's saying 1-1. Pum's saying 1-1. That that might be big. Be. Say, say say they drop points and Liverpool get the points against Watford. Then Liverpool ta- then the psychology changes because Liverpool push on, go ahead, and then they have to go to the Etihad. Then Liverpool mm-hmm. argue you could say play for a draw as opposed to pushing for the win. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic if that happens. Doubt it, but if it happens, booms. Yeah. Um, Chelsea versus Brentford. I think this is also interesting. I mean, I think uh, the, the sanctioned team have been playing very well since they've been sanctioned. So. I think the sanction team will continue to win. Um, uh, they will, they'll win 2-0. They'll win 2-0 at home. I need them to lose, man. I need them to lose. We on them hot. Christian Eriksen yeah. scored on his comeback at Denmark there. Nice one. Within a couple yeah, of minutes. No, but I, bang. Fairy tale. I agree, Sela. I think it's going to be a 3-0, to be honest with you. Do they even have a stadium to play in? Jens Lukaku is trying to go back to Inter. I don't know if all is well there. I mean, sanctions. I know you, you sanctions. You saw doing this well. coming. Doing well. yeah. Lukaku saw this coming, guys. You must give him credit for that. <laughs> so all of this before everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Chelsea routine victory two 0 one there. Man United versus Leicester at home, Old Trafford. And Leicester's just picked up form, man. Eh? Leicester's just started to pick up form. Man United lead this one. I'll say 2 2. I'll say 2 2. I'll say 2 1 2 1 to Man United. Yeah, I think uh, Bruno, <laughs> Bruno Fernandes is going to get on the score sheet, uh, carry his international form through, and then they'll, they'll get you. Yeah, I think two goal margin, maybe even 3 1, I reckon. Who knows? Maher Maguire got beat by the English side. He's going to go back at Old Trafford, look for some support. Let's see. Score a hitter. Score a hitter. Prove the guy's slap head. Slap head. We've missed Mr. Slaphead <laughs> himself. You see, Pums, Pums says Chelsea will win 3 1 against a startup team. Yeah, easy, easy one for Pums there to say, Mr. Chelsea himself. Then we've got Spurs versus Newcastle. Arguably an interesting fixture for Spurs. Uh, you know, hosting a Newcastle that prior, I mean, what they lost their last two games, feeling good. 1 1 draw. I think that's a very good result. That's that's on the cards. 1 1, one, one guys. One, I one, said guys. 2 1 win to Newcastle. Newcastle been unlucky to, New, to Newcastle get, to beat Spurs. But how does that work out? So explain it to me. If you've got to do like one of those preview games, how, how does that game play out for Newcastle to win 2 1? <laughs> I mean, the same way they played the other games. Um, those guys, they, they're not playing the same way they played. I don't know. He's, he's Oh, no, Chippy has gone for the whole season. But Ryan um, with you, by the way, yeah. No, they they they've, they've been playing very well. Um, the last the last few games, even the game that they've lost, they've been playing very well. Mm. And I think they can shock a Tottenham who's also up and down, you know. Um, and I, that's why I think they could um, win. If if it was a, I'd be hundred percent sure if they were playing at 
um, uh, St. James. But, yeah, but uh, I think the fact they're playing away, but I still think they'll, they'll give it all they've got. I mean, they came close to beating a Chelsea. Mm, they'll do the business, I think. Yeah. A draw or a win for them. I agree. All right. All right. I agree. Enough. I agree. I, you saw, I said 1 1, yeah. 1 1. I think, mm. uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be a draw there. So that's what I'm also going to say. Maybe let's go 2 2. Harry Kane get some goals there. Uh, <laughs> Jess, the, the big one. The big one. Now, we're going to start with the setup. We're not going to talk about Wonga Denge. Who cares about Arsenal fans? But let's see. Chelsea, Crystal Palace. Sorry, I said Chelsea. I saw the C. Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. Come on. Come on. Come yeah. on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Let's hear Listen, it. Eh? Wonga doesn't remember. I don't know if Wonga remembers this, but I said to Wonga that that first round game at the Emirates, they were lucky to win um, against Palace. Um, so this is this is this is payback for Palace. Mm-hmm. Palace to win two one against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. We're not the same mm-hmm. team. Patrick just been put in the Premier League Hall of Fame. He's doing the things at Crystal Palace. We know he's the future Arsenal semi-final. manager. If he cups semi final. Ah. Ah, so 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 if this happens, you know, Man United can close their gap on uh, on Arsenal one point there, Wonga Dinga. Because yeah? Arsenal, we are hot. We're, we're chasing Chelsea, not looking behind us here. <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace, good team, good form. Uh, I think they've done well this season, but uh, no, Vera won't uh, take it over Arsenal. There's no ways. <laughs> I say Arsenal to win uh, 3-0. So if you want to look, if you, I mean, I know you opt to Wonga, right, or opt to Dengo, whatever you prefer being called. If we're looking at stats, and this is how I'm going to skew the stats, I'm going to skew the stats here, because Arsenal have played five games, they've won four, they've lost one. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got Crystal Palace have played five games and they've been unbeaten in four, so they've won two, drawn two, so they've only lost one in the five, similar to Arsenal. But the difference is, the ones that they've won were away from home and the ones that they drew were at home. So, um, you know, if you're just bait, basing it on the, the pattern or the trend there, I'm going to say a draw. Vieira's going to go there. He's not going to let Arteta pull one over him. Future Arsenal manager. Future Arsenal manager. That club is, 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 is pumping, man. That, uh, they got three players that just played for England. Um, Jordan Ayew just qualified for the World Cup. Uh, Sheikh Kiyote for Senegal also just qualified for the World Cup, guys. There's just some nice energy going on in that club, guys. I wouldn't mind being a, a Palace fan this weekend at Salhurst Park and just jumping up and creating, you know, jumping up and down, You're making a raucous noise there. The guy is that, that crowd one. can get on top of you there. <laughs> because they're on, they're on you. It needs us to lose. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. We are no, going no, to win no, this game. No, Wonga, Wonga, but, but Wonga, I know. Me, me, I've always, I've always been on Palace's side, bro. I've never, I've never. Like when Palace is playing, I always say Palace. I give favorable predictions for Palace, man, because Palace have shown they beat they beat Man City, guys. So, I, I, it's possible. But but you know what, Silo? Could that not also be to the detriment of Crystal Palace? Because I mean, how many players for Arsenal started for their countries over these past two games? Uh, how many? Partey, Partey, Partey scored for Ghana. Odegaard um, played. Okay, like I said, it's not in the squad. Martinelli went to Martinelli went to uh, went to Brazil. So they were play. involved. They were involved. Okay, Pepe. okay, okay. Hey, Ramsdale bro, started, my team. Ramsdale started one. Ramsdale started one game. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to my who went to Japan. I'm guessing. Uh, who else? Shaka, uh, hey, our uh, defender. Shaka. What's his name? Uh, Shaka um, was relaxing. White okay, played. Okay, so, so I was yeah, just trying to played. disrespect his team, like you said. That's yeah. all I was trying to do there. That's all. Hey, it was good. His club captain doesn't play for his national team. Claudio, which hey. club captain has imagine doesn't play for France? That says a lot yeah, about his yeah. club captain. 
Arsenal for the win. That's my final thought for today. Gunning for top three. Final thoughts is Ten Hag in. <laughs> right, and on that note, gents, let's uh, let's see a, an interesting title race, shall we? For everyone who joined us, thank you for joining us. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate your love. Uh, Ryan, you are on your way to getting a Golan shirt. Ask Pums. It feels good to have one. Uh, be part of the squad officially, officially. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, to everyone else who joined us, we had a couple of new faces. Thank you. And Celo, yeah. I mean, you're really good at the plugins. Anything else you want to add here? Guys, don't forget, visit xparena.celo.za. Register your team. <laughs> That's Nick's new facility out in four ways. Like, subscribe. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms, guys. It's Go Lounge TV and all social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the main spot, guys. YouTube, subscribe, guys. If you subscribe, it helps us a lot, guys. <laughs> we get the algorithm works in our favor. Just like, like, subscribe, subscribe yeah, like, subscribe, comment. Subscribe, no, it's not wrong and it's share, wrong. guys. And just tell your friends, your family, your best friend, the person you're sitting next to right now. Just subscribe, guys. And let's Ryan, bring bring your friends here. Bring your friends here. Also, Wanga Dengu, you forgot uh, a special shout out to the freshest of the fresh, man. Come on. Come on. Fresh eggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fresh eggs. Yeah, if you guys don't have. <laughs> I thought you were telling Celo to tell me. But yeah, guys, if you guys got young ones, bring them through. I'm here in Hatfield. If you don't have any young ones, then it means you should start getting young ones and bringing them through. <laughs> he's saying uh, just wait and take your time don't just pick one up on the side of the road and give them to Wonga because Wonga doesn't look after them all day only for a certain amount of time alright thank you very much, uh, very much for joining us we'll see you and uh, ready 3, 2, 1 gents you know how to end the show stop it stop it stop it, stop it. Oh, stop it.